You're now listening to The Anytime Show. It's not all fucking monkeys dancing with toothbrushes, Ed. I'm not licking that goddamn peanut butter. You can stick your AirPods in your fucking pee hole. Goats have never done that, Tom. I don't give a shit. I'm high on gas station boner pills right now. In all my life, I have never used broken pickles as cryptocurrency. Kim Kardashian's ass? So fine. God, I hate your face. The Ed and Tom Show. Hey, how's it going, teat suckers? This is one half of the Ed and Tom Show. Your boy, Tommy T. And it's your boy, Eddie Rock. Ah, we're in the house again. We are here together, sitting on each other's laps, having a gay old time. Yes, yes. Ed has finally embraced the closet side of his sexuality. I have, I have. Uh, Hey, Tommy, (laughs) uh, do you realize that we are together recording the Ed and Tom Show. Yes, we are. Holy shit! This is uh, this is, this is, I'm getting, I'm getting fucked. I have uh, I just, I do need you to the listeners out there. We we are not together, though it may you may think so. And Tommy, I'm trying to keep your 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 levels bumped up, but you not being in the studio is kind of tough. So make sure you you yell a little bit for me. All right, I'm, I'm going to try and keep my uh, my voice levels high. There we go. There we go. So how, what's good, man? How you doing, brother? Not bad, not bad at all. Just got off work. Got game one of the World Series on in front of me. Ooh. Um, just, uh, it's weird. The World Series in September, October. No, I guess the World Series is always in October, isn't it? I think so. I don't. Yeah, come on. I, I, didn't, I didn't know we were studying for baseball, too. I, I almost for, I almost forgot what month it was. I was like, the World Series in September. I was like, oh wait, it is October. Fuck. Yeah. So watching watching the the Dodgers and the the Rays play, top of the fourth, zero zero, and I'm a huge Tampa Bay fan right now because fuck L A. Fuck L A. And why why so much ag- uh, animosity towards our brothers in the city of Angels? Just because I'm a Northern Cali guy, fuck Southern Cali. Oh, okay, okay, just making sure. Um, <laughs> not a bit. I just wondering why you were hating up. Now, aren't you like a, a Clippers fan? No. Aren't you? No. You're always talking about the Clippers, LAC. Look at LAC. No. Yeah. I'm not. I I say LAC. I every time I see a Chargers score, I want to say the Clippers because. Says LAC on the on the screen. I was like, LAC has always been the Clippers. Now it's the fucking Chargers. So it sounds like yeah. you're a fan. No. Yeah, boy. So what the fuck you been up to, you COVID cocksucker? I'm an I'm an intern for the state of Washington now. Yeah. And so I'm I'm doing all of the fucking tasks that nobody else wants to do. So they give it to the guy they can't pay. Okay. And, nor do they want to pay me. So uh, I'm getting all those tasks. And the fun part about that is um, when I ask anybody for information, 
they see my name in Teams or WebEx or an email or anything in big, big capital letters in parentheses is the big word intern. So <laughs> immediately my, my requests and my priorities become their, uh, yeah, we'll get to that when we can get to that. Throw so, that shit in the dumpster, oh well. bitch. Well, at least uh, at least I know I can't get fired. So there's got a, there's a plus. There's always a plus. Uh, so how's <laughs> that? So what? I interned once. It was probably nothing like your experience. So what are the day to day tasks that you have that, that they have you doing? Coffee, garbage, urinals. What do they got you on? Uh, mostly, mostly uh, coffee and donuts and bagels. And- Get it, the the Starbucks order. Nice. And, uh, like, I I have to be careful because I'm one of the few guys there that actually smokes dead animals. Uh huh. In smoker, and so when I say I'm doing, they're like, "Oh yeah, you need to bring that in tomorrow." I'm like, "Well, fuck you. Uh, That's mine." No, so you're the like, intern. I'm, I'm the intern. So yeah, it's like being an <laughs> NFL rookie. Yeah. So, yeah, this is my second internship ever in my life. The first one was right after college, or I was still in college, and I interned for a shop in in Lewiston, Idaho, as a mechanic at My Mechanic. And I was fucking apparently top of my class, and uh, I was requested by this shop to come there. And then it immediately turned into a job. So um, this one will not be like that because of the state of Washington is on a uh, hiring freeze. So they cannot hire me even if they had a position open. <laughs> well, thank so God this, for that because this I pay is basically ta- just experience for me. I pay all my state income tax in the state of Washington and I don't want those funds going to fuel in your fucking paycheck. Uh, so I can't, I can't talk about specifics, but then one of my tasks is to find out, what agencies are paying for network and firewall services and the numbers would fucking make you get just absolutely upset if you were a Washington state taxpayer. I am. Um, but th- oh, well, then you would get, uh, you would be angry if I told you what I know. I am upset. The, the only catch 22 there, Tom, is that <clears throat> state of Washington has no state income tax. So, um, I don't pay any, but I do pay property tax there if I own property. I'm a registered yes. voter. Is that, can I be mad? Me too. Yeah, you can be mad because um, like the money that I pay in property taxes and everything, I know exactly where it goes now. And it's like, wow. Okay. Tom, this is crazy. I just got to cut in. Yeah. This is the most boring fucking story we've ever heard. We're talking you about goddamn toxic. Taxes you on the goddamn me about my internship. I did, but I didn't realize that we we're gonna end up talking about fucking taxes on the Ed and Tom show. This is horrible. We owe better you than this. Know, you know I have a boring career. Jesus Christ. You asked, you asked for this. The people wanted to know. No, they didn't. I and, and I apologize <laughs> to the people out there because I should not have fucking gone even down this rabbit so, hole. So, so could, you sound like you sound like you're sucking a cold's dick. No, I think it's it's just a microphone different setup than we normally have and so no you sound like you're sick is what i'm saying no i think it's just a different uh maybe a transducer on the on the codec that's coming in from the mic different setup (laughs) different 
Different propagation let's, let's of the talk, verbs. Let's talk more about codex. Okay, codex are fun. <laughs> Fucking retards. Hey, you, you want speaking of retards? Speaking of retards, because that's what we do. I was playing with one earlier. Uh, me and old Chano boy. We was on uh, Call of Duty Mobile, fucking slaying them up, boy. Uh, I've heard I've heard nothing but good shit about that. I'm just no good at it, so I haven't tried it. Dude, that's the great thing about Call of Duty Mobile is it's made for people that are horrible. Like, Tom, I own on this game, so like people like you have a chance. Here's let me just give you, just let me give you the the laydown right here. Okay, you ready? Yes. Hook up a Bluetooth. Wait. wait. Yeah, I'm ready now. Okay. Hook up a Bluetooth controller to your phone or tablet. Okay. And just own little fucking kids that are sitting there trying to run around with their phone controllers. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's, it's, a, it's a fun little mobile game. Uh, there's another game out there that's taken oh, the world. Yeah, it's, it's free. It's free and does okay. a lot of updates. It has a, it's like Warzone, so you can get a battle pass for it if you'd like, but there's no need. Can you log in with your Microsoft account? Um, you log in with your Call of Duty account. Oh, a separate account? Actually, to be honest with you, every time I go to it, mine just logs in under my phone. Like Game Center. Oh, okay, gotcha. And then, and then once you go onto there, then you create, but I think my username is my Game Center username, which is the, the G-Funk one. Oh, okay. Because that's what Chano sees when he plays me. You see the, the fucking 11 hotel wire or whatever? Live wire! Because I'm alive! Yeah. I'm okay, alive so that, yeah, that's his gamer tag. Yeah. So, that sounds good shit. Dude, and you got I'm telling you, jump on there because sometime we might fuck around. I'll be on there at the same time. And me and Charlie, we, we go after them bitches. Okay. We, all we get is I dubs. Can't. So the game, the game that I've been playing and I've pretty sure it's been sweeping the nation if not the world i think this is what uh, i was just getting ready to, to to lean into so great thinking among is it among us among us oh my god dude i'm, I'm gonna show you you can see it but everybody else this is my screensaver on my phone tom's screensaver is a red is the red among us player so yes. all i can say tom is you're sus yep you are fucking sus red is always sus sus motherfucker <laughs> I like so I was uh, I was playing once and I got caught venting. Oh shit! I got shit. caught venting after I killed somebody and so they fucking reported the dead body and <laughs> I I immediately was like, hey, how do I vent like I just saw white do? And they fucking totally <laughs> voted off white before they got me. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. How do I vent like I just saw white do? <laughs> it's a. Uh... From what I understand, it's kind of like a mafia game, right? So you you go in, you choose a character, and then uh, you fucking shit goes down. Yeah, you're in a you're in a spaceship in one of the maps anyway. You're in a spaceship, probably the most popular one. You're in a spaceship, and you have all these tasks you have to do as a crew member. And there's usually one or whoever sets it up. There's a, a number of imposters. Usually, one out of ten people is a is an imposter and they have the ability to go around and kill people and sabotage tasks, sabotage pieces of the ship. And, um, and also they can hide in these vents that nobody else has the ability to. to do as well. And in these vents, they can access different rooms without going through the hallways and shit like that. 
Like on so, Clue, where they can come through the corners. Exactly. Okay. So, uh, and and it and it's up to everyone else to find the imposter and kick them out of the spaceship. And just like Mafia, it is dialogue between everybody trying to figure out who's who. The only thing is, is you don't have a, a sheriff or a doctor like you do in Mafia. This is just crewmates or imposters. That's it. But it is fucking addictive as shit. It's awesome if you can get a good group of people to play. Sometimes you got idiots that just hit the fucking emergency the emergency meeting button just to do it and, and then have the voting time for five minutes and then sit there and not vote. <laughs> Those guys fucking piss me off. So. so what it sounds like we need to do is coordinate uh, where people download this free app that costs zero dollars. And then Zero. during either uh, UFC or during a Sunday game time, we jump into teams and we fucking play some Among Us. Yeah, that would be fucking dope. It would. Be. I'd be down. I need to. I'll put my plea out right now. Just... What's that? I was gonna say I'm gonna put a plea out right now. Uh, we have we've been having a great time on teams on Sundays watching the games together. And, yes, we have. And I don't. Shit on his shit. And I don't know if, if some of the other guys know that, that we're in there doing that. So, you know, the guys out there that have internet, uh, we implore you to jump on teams with us Sunday during the game. I think, uh, like we said, seven hours the other day, Tommy, me, you, and, and baby, or me, you, and B Lover were on there this weekend. Uh, baby Ty Ty yep. usually makes an appearance when he's not blowing his grandpa. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a blast. I mean, you don't have to be on there for seven hours, just show up, talk some shit. Go on without go on throughout your day, when, but uh, I tell you, I tell you the the shit talking that does happen, or just the fucking banter that happens during that is fucking priceless. That's good. It's it's great, man. Uh, so if you guys are out and about, and this Sunday you see the the video, join it up, man. We just sit in there and just bullshit. So you know we won't be mean. One of the things I think people think. Is that we're fucking mean to people. That we're just constantly on and constantly just fucking just come join our teams meeting, Joey, so we can fucking annihilate you. That's not the case. We just make fun of Tom. You. <laughs> that is true. That is true statement. And I take it because I don't give a shit. We, you guys are my family. We make fun of Brent I, a lot. You know, we, t we we make fun of everybody, which is awesome, except for J except for Jake. Uh, we, Jake never gets made fun of. Why is that? Hollowed ground. Hollowed. Uh, we have to have. We have to have. Yeah, we have to have something that's pure. You can't. There's nothing bad to say about Jake, um, and you can. And and you don't want to make yeah. fun of him. Yeah, we don't have dirt on him. That's why. But then, but then there's Chano, where you don't want to say anything mean about him, but. He's an idiot, so you can say all kinds, you can make fun of him, right? And it's totally different. I've been making fun of Chano for almost 30 years. Right, and it's, that's the way it's supposed to be, though. And that's what I'm saying, yeah. it's, it's different. And, and, vice, and vice versa, yeah. And then there's Joey. You oh, can, fuck that guy. We can make fun of him fucking 24-7. Make fun of him and be mean, right? And be mean. And be mean. And he takes it like a champ, which he is does. awesome. And <laughs> so, Powder, was go Powder was going to be... Powder was going to be here today, but he could not 
because his his company is moving offices from Renton to another place in Renton. So he's uh, sucking the midnight oil's dick. What a fucking loser. The only reason I woke up this morning is because you promised me some powdered donut, and now I don't get it. I think he's just pissed because Jeff had that immaculate comeback. Dude, when we get into these <laughs> games and talk about them, there was so much. There, and th- this week, there is so much to talk about when it comes to fantasy football. What fucking great games. Uh, just monster. Fun. Great week. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, and just to spin back around what you said, it would be awesome if more people got on teams, not just for UFC or just bullshitting or whatever, but like for Sunday football, it's it's awesome. If you're just sitting there watching football anyway, well, and that's... Turn, you don't even need to turn your video on if you don't want to be seen in your fucking leopard skin fucking speedos and your atlanta falcon onesie or whatever the fuck john's wearing on sunday john's wearing somebody else's skin (laughs) but uh when brent turns it on it's there's him and then boners usually sitting on the far side of him and it feels just like i'm sitting at their house on sunday talking shit um the only difference is he keeps an uh earpiece in so she can't hear me saying all the great funny things i'm saying to her he he censors it yeah yeah she he would yeah i i get what you're saying i was saying that i was talking shit to dom and it was getting dad censored (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, so uh let's uh should we jump into this fantasy football bullshit talk about whatever you want to talk about brother i want to talk hey no 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 what's going on with you what's going on with me uh Not a whole lot. Just hanging out. Kate's Kate's about six feet away working. Kate, say what up. What up? Be quiet. Goddamn woman. What up? Make my money, bitch. Make my money. <laughs> um, make money, make money, money. She's doing that. Uh, you know, we got... Uh, well, how far back should this update go? I mean, you know we got grandbaby know. here. I don't know. How, how many listeners do we have? Four. So nothing, Tom. No, Nothing's changed. Cut, we're probably caught up. <laughs> yeah, we're probably good. So let's. Uh, but other than that, things are fine. We got a little hey, case of the sniffles. But Mando, Mando's coming out next week. Yes, sir. Mando, Mando. Oh my God, Tom. I need I'm so. I shit. I do have something I need to talk about. Okay. Tom, I have a problem. I've become addicted to Legos. Ah. <sighs> Welcome to the club, dude. Dude, it's they're so fun. What? Yes. But I'm struggling with it. Why? Well, because I'm an adult. Expensive. And I'm an adult. So. So when your wife walks through idle the room, ha- idle hands are the devil's tools. Right, but something. when your wife never walked through the room and look at you and just you can see some little bit of respect that she had for you slip away. If that happens, I look at I'm like. I don't fucking care. <laughs> okay, okay, that's a that's that's a way to go at it. If she if she's not happy with me, she'll leave. I mean, I've been asking for a lot. Kate's put up with the the studio. The she's put up with all the video games for all the years, and now I'm trying to ask her to accept Legos in her life. I just I don't know if she's okay with it yet. <laughs> so, so you have to ask yourself two things. I'm ready. Okay, does it does it make you happy? Yes. 
Now, if you do without the Legos, are you happier without the Legos? I think the the answer is no. Uh, okay. But the but question. Uh, your question, your your question asking skill, though, I had to really think about that because wasn't it basically the same a, question? I was going to go a different route with the question, but I figured I, I would I would leave Kate out of it. Oh, all right. <laughs> uh, but no, Kate's doing well. She says hi. Hopes everybody's out there doing well. And uh, man, that's all I'm going to allow for her to say. Awesome. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to. I am pulling up. <laughs> Get back in the kitchen, bitch. Get in the kitchen, bitch. Get in the kitchen, bitch. Uh, that's a dope song. We should make it. <laughs> I'm trying to pull speaking up all my fantasy shit. Did it. Speaking of uh, getting the kitchen, bitch. Yep. Um, the South Park pandemic special. Was um, fucking amazing. I don't know what that had to do with uh, getting the kitchen, bitch. But uh, that's for whatever reason that reminded me of that. I and like it. You, you went on record saying that, hey, if you watch this show, that you were Cartman. And I say, no, sir, you are not Cartman. That is Brent. Brent was Cartman in that special. You were the bat or the pandalet, <laughs> if not both of them. What's his name, Jerry? I think I was both of them. Um, Jerry, or, what's his name, Jerry? Jerry, what's his name? The 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 weed grown Stan's dad. Yeah, or not Stan's dad, Kyle's dad. Um, or whoever's daddy is. I'm trying to think of the name. No, I don't want it to end, man. I I just want to stay locked up in my house with no fucking tan. Everybody stay away from me. I can just stay home, fucking do my work on a computer, play video games, and I don't have to deal with people. I you did that. You did that anyway without a fucking pandemic. This is why I said I'm Cartman. Yeah, but you did it anyway, so it's not really affecting you. This is this is true. This is fucking. It, it's it's hurting me because I, I go I go places, I do things. I like to fucking spread my germs around. You are a super and, spreader. So I'm actually having people over. <laughs> For the UFC card on Saturday at 11 a.m. What the fuck is that? 11 a.m. card? Yes. Why? The fucking stupid Russian market, I guess, right? I think it's the Russians. It, yeah. Or well, are you so spreading the misinformation on the Russians right now? Yeah. <laughs> this could be a misinformation so making, campaign. Making chili and people coming over. We're going to watch people beat the fuck out of each other in the morning. And then turn around, around and watch a Boise State game. Because Boise State football is back this weekend. Don't they play like TCU or something like that? Utah State. Utah State. UST. That's what I was saying. <laughs> uh, what's what's football? What's the landscape of college football looking like? Everybody kind of doing their own thing. Yeah, it's like they're still the NCAA is still ranking teams and shit like that. So, like the. The ACC and the SEC have all continued to play the MAC and all that. They've they've started with like nothing fucking happened, but they're only playing conference games. Okay. And uh, so the Big Ten and the Pac-12, I believe, and the Mountain West are starting this weekend. So it's 
they're like four weeks behind schedule and they're just playing conference games. I don't know if why or how that stops the spread of COVID any more or less, but yeah, it's just conference games. So, okay. What is he state coming to Hawaii this year? So are they, yep. Are they, are they allowing fans? I know. Not at Boise State, they're not. Not at Boise. Some, it's some mark. Some markets are. Some markets aren't. I I doubt they are here in Hawaii. They're pretty. They're pretty uh, stingy here in the old Hawaii. Speaking of speaking of that, uh, the Forty ers were notified this morning that they were allowed to have up to twenty percent of capacity in the the uh, at their home games. Oh yeah. So everybody everybody was yeah yeah yeah, and then not even an hour later. The county that Santa Clara is in came back and said, "Fucking pump your brakes, homie!" Just because the NFL or just because the state said you could, the county said, "No bueno." Ooh, so no games. So no, so, no the games will happen, but no fans. Okay. Um, so no, no change, no change. If if. San Francisco actually played in San Francisco as opposed to Santa Clara. This could they could just call Nancy Pelosi, get the okie dokie, and move it on along. I'm pretty sure it's still the same county. I don't. I might be. Wrong. I might be wrong on that. It's a fucking two hour drive, Tom. It's not the same county. It's fucking forty minutes by tr- plane. Have you ever driven in Southern or in Northern California down there? Yeah, I've been to there. Yeah, it's not fun to drive. So. 40 uh, minutes could be fucking two blocks. Two. Two two blocks. Hey, UFC, you mentioned UFC. More. You fucking shit show, Tom. What happened? Nothing. I just was talking to you. Uh, well, that's what, the, the, with the internet and shit, we're talking on each other, so I apologize. No, it didn't have anything to do with that. It was really me more making fun of you. Uh, I was going to pull up the UFC card and then uh, talk to you about it for before uh, we get started talking about football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It should be a, it should be a pretty good one. You caught me off guard. I don't have it open. I had it open earlier. But here we go. Uh, Khabib versus Gaethje. That now is the main event. That's the big one. Now remember, if you remember Gaethje, uh, when he got his belt he ripped that bitch off and threw it on the ground and dana says why you throwing my pack in the ground and he says i don't want it and he was like oh drama right then then that leaves us yeah. to where we are now <laughs> yeah put khabib in front of me now yeah. yeah so this is the fight we've been waiting for for quite some time uh yes what are you thinking in it tommy i i actually think it's gonna be a close fight Closer than most think, but I still think the, uh, I still think Nurmagomedov comes out with the strap. Yeah, he unifies and becomes and remains the man. Yeah, but I think I think it'll be one that we will be begging for a rematch. I'm hoping for anyway. I'm hoping it's not a fucking slobber or a, a fucking one-sided one way or the other. I hope it's not. I hope it lives up to the hype, and we're we're begging for a rematch. Now, but I do think I do think Khabib comes out on top. Now, is this? Did they find a way to get either Khabib's brother or is Chemev on the undercard on this one? 
No, they did not. So his brother was supposed to be fighting as well at the main event and the prelims in this fight, but he got sick. I think he's got, I don't think it's COVID, but he's just sick or some shit. So he has been taken off of the preliminary card. So Stefan Struve, the fucking nine-foot fucking French dude, has taken over the uh, the main event of the prelim- prelims. Oh, and he's he's fighting that Tai Tuivasa. Yeah, something like that. That New Zealander dude. Yeah. Yeah. That ah, should be fun. Um, should be some entertainment. But unfortunately, Chimev is that did not make the card. Mm. So question. Well, it's not a question. I just looking at the card here on UFC. Either they're going to have to announce some more fights, or they're going to get us to pay for just this little bit. There's, there's what five, eight, eleven. There's six cards. There are six fights on the main card. So there's twelve fights all in total. Okay. Yeah, there's twelve. Twelve total. Twelve total. Okay, that'll work. That'll work. Get our money. I don't see, I don't see the undercard of the prelims, so I don't know if there's. Uh, like a the, the, the early, pre-fights to the pre-fights. Yeah. The early prelims? Yeah, so the, the ones that'll be on at like 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just looking at that. Midnight, what? Mid, midnight for you, right? 4 a.m. Eastern. I'm sorry, 4 a.m. here in Hawaii is when the under the early prelims start. Fuck that. Prelims yeah. are at 6 and the main card is at 8 a.m. So I get morning football and fights. Yeah, so I'll be back back I'll days. be turning I'll be turning on the TV at like 10 a.m. Nice, I just turn it on <laughs> when I wake up, when and, I and when I roll off my wife. <laughs> What'd she say about that? About what? You rolling off your wife? That bitch can't say nothing. She do what I tell. Tom, <laughs> I run this shit, man. You know this. You yeah. know this. Of course, we all do. Uh huh. Good. So let, let's talk about fantasy football, man. I want to. I want to just talk about some of this. Oh my God! What a week! It was a week like very few others. Um, we had blowouts, but more so we had nail biters, and these yes. comeback wins were so good. Yes, yes. Uh, three, uh, three, three games came down to Friday night or excuse me, Monday night, last night. And it was, yeah, it was, I, I was, I almost started crying. I legit thought I was going to lose to B-Lover and every one of his texts coming through every fucking two seconds. Oh. It's like, dude, shut the fuck up, dude. We see the same game. We're watching the same fucking game. Everybody sees exactly what the fuck is going on. So just fucking, just watch the fucking game and see what happens. Jesus Christ, Brent. Could you be more annoying? Fuck. Sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah, I noticed those. <laughs> I noticed those. And your score, your score being one-tenth of a point. Like, literally, oh if Kyler could have ran for one more yard. If there could have been a catch, anything. Yeah. And they, the fucking, the, who the fuck were they playing? The Cowboys, they conceded. There's like two minutes left. They've conceded. Their entire fucking fourth string was in. And the, who, would the Cardinals get the ball back? Guess who fucking rolls right back out there? Kyler fucking Murray. And I'm like, oh my God, no, why, why? 
and but I figured just, that third that, that third down, I thought for sure he was they were just going to do a bootleg and he was going to run and slide past the first down line and that was game and I would have lost. But nope, they didn't. Fucking Ty or what's his name, Kenyon Drake, Kenyon middle for fucking Drake. sixty something yards, and then El Jefe comes from fucking way out of left field to fucking beat Powder. Oh my god, that was exciting as. And beat him handily. Yeah. And beat him. It was, uh, yeah, that was a fucking sighting. Let's. We should that, start with that game. That yes, yes, yes. Let's do that. Fucking powder and El Jefe. It was. It was <laughs> such a fucking money matchup. We'll talk about. We'll talk about this one, and then we'll go over the the lesser games, and then we'll come back and talk more about those those close ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. All okay. Right. Cool. You want to lead? You want me to lead? Oh, you can take it. El Jefe pulls off comeback over Silent Killers. Street climbs to three. El Jefe was clutch with 22 and a half points on Sunday night football and 32.8 on Monday. A combined 50% of his total score to pick up the comeback victory over Powder, 110 to 100. El Jefe was led by Kenyon Drake, who had an Unbelievable fucking night. You just mentioned, knifed it up the middle, just gashing your heart and soul. Mm-hmm. Ah, where was I? Drake rushed for 164 <laughs> yards and contributed 28 points to the cause. El Jefe climbs into sixth place while Silent Killers drops to eighth. Joe Mixon had plenty of chances for El Jefe. He logged just 69 giggity total yards on 20 touches, a spot where Powder really made a regrettable decision is tight end. Rob the Big Gronk Gronkowski could have started in place of Eric Ebron, like we've been telling you all season long. And that yeah, point difference talk, would have been enough to win. Since Drake was the top point getter for El Jefe, it means the difference that a different player has led his team in each of the last four weeks. With 32.5 points, Tyler Lockett placed the squad, paced the squad in week three. Joe Mixon in four, and Drew Brees last week, additionally, with 11 targets this week for Will Fuller, it means that his targets have now increased in four consecutive games. In week seven, El Jefe will meet Hawkermaniac Dale Hodor, and Powder gets Fantasy Fuck John, who is still <laughs> in first place. With his fucking Z- uh, leopard skin Speedo and his fucking... Julio Jones onesie. Pasty ass skin. <laughs> Jesus. So so yeah, they mentioned they mentioned the Kenyan Drake who had damn near it was funny because as we were watching the game, somebody said, Wasn't Kenyon Drake good last year? That's that was uh I think that was Jeff. And then all like, of a sudden uh, no, no, he was he was that. No, I think it was uh Butters or John said, Wasn't Kenyon Drake good? Here? Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. So if you look at if you look at Hefe's bench, he had everybody and his brother on by, right? <laughs> and so <laughs> he literally only left three point seven points on his bench. He threw every fucking thing. Now he 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 could have scored more points if he would have started fucking Larry Fitz over fucking Cooper Cup, but or Marvin Jones. Who does or Marvin Jones? Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. literally skin in the teeth, 
Uh, and comes away with the monster win. I wish we could have heard Powder's reactions to that as the gashing just kept happening. Yeah, he was. <laughs> so he sent me a text, like, just directly to me, and it said, Stupid Drake, or something like that. I think it just said, Stupid Drake. So oh. I don't think he won. The, what a fucking uh, heartbreaker. Yeah, he was like, Stupid Drake last night and i was like ah dad that's a tough break <laughs> that's a tough one but what, what we're what we glazed over what we glazed over in the headline there is el jefe started the season oh and three he has now busted off three w's to go 500 he is now three and three right now he is the hottest team in the fib with three straight wins so what? it's unfortunate un, or fortunate for or uh, unfortunately for him, he's in the probably the hardest um, league in the FIB in the Pacific. In the with division. Spanish John. It, yeah. The yeah. Sorry about that. The far the, the hardest division in the FIB in the Pacific with John T-Dog and B-Lover. It's the who were who were one, two and three last year. Or last week. Last week. week. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, very compressed, condensed uh, league. Everybody's right on top. I mean, nobody – we don't have the, the 5-0 and clear winner. Uh, we don't – I guess we'd be 6-0, right? 6-0, yeah. There is no there is no undefeated teams. Um, and then there's, there's only one. Yeah, one team that has yet to win a game. But, uh, yeah, I, I think better things are on the horizon for him. What? I actually thought he was going to pull the win out this week. He had the recipe for victory. He just did not start the right guys yet again. We'll talk. We'll talk about that. Um, I did let him know when I talked to him today uh, on Call of Duty. I let him know that we have drafted and he should start playing. <laughs> so I think he'll be back here yeah. anytime. And powder powder put his powder put his best foot forward as well, other than his decision at tight end. Right. Um, it hit, he did have some injury injury bad luck with Mostert leaving in the first half, which fucking sucks. The guy just he cannot probably, stay healthy. No, and he's such a beast too because he's probably what if he's not leading the league in yards per carry, he's he's very fucking at least top three. So to see the guy not be able to stay healthy is horrible because if if he does, the volume is there. He's, he he gets better with time, and it's 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 just fucking shitty to see a guy like that get fucking hurt. Yeah. Um. James Connor's doing well for him. He's got the rookie and John Taylor doing pretty good. So it's he he's got a good squad, and he was tearing up the league. He was he went on a tear uh, as well. I think it was a two or three win streak, and now this has uh, been snapped by El Jefe. Well, of course he was hot. He had. <laughs> No, his streak was snapped by Dak's leg. Um, you put you put Dak well, on ice. Metcalf has a bye. Those are two big point getters that he's been relying on each week. Yeah, he beat me. He beat me last week with Dak breaking his leg. So <laughs> week five that was. So. Love it. All right, hey Tommy, talk about the talk about one of these next games for us. All right, I will talk about. Uh, the, the aforementioned brown clown and uh, Jakey Poo 
and their Week 6 matchup. The Pink Eye Slayers wins against Hail Mary Jane and remains undefeated against the Brown Clown. The Pink Eye Slayers put up the second highest score this week to get a win over Hail Mary Jane, 122 to 100. The Pink Eye Slayers took a 63-point lead on Sunday afternoon and held the lead throughout the matchup. Brown Clowns still cannot beat the Pink Eye Slayers, who extended their career unbeaten streak to four games in the series. God bless you, Laheim. Uh, the Pink Eye Slayers falls to ninth place, and Hail Mary Janes stays in the mired cellar or stays mired in the cellar. The margin could have been greater if a few players on the Pink Eye Slayers had done more with their opportunities. James Robinson and Aaron Jones and Mike Davis received 49 combined touches, but tallied only 149 all-purpose yards between them. Hail Mary Jane had a similar player as Todd Gurley mustered just 67 yards on 23 touches. There are a couple of spots where Hail Mary Jane really made a painful call as Justin Jefferson could have started in place of either Chris Godwin or Jamison Crowder. Either of those point differentials would have been enough to win over Jakey Poo. While Mike Davis led the Pink Eye Slayers matches, Jackson has now been the team's top scorer in two of the last three weeks. Also, with 23 touches this week, Todd Gurley, it means that his touches have now increased in three consecutive games, progressing in the right direction for Todd Gurley. Gurley. In week seven, Jake will go up against Butters, while Brown Clown faces off against Schottenheimer. 12 versus 11. <laughs> Holy shit, Chano. God, that, that luck right there, man. Two weeks in a row, Chano has left a wide receiver on his bench who has scored 35-plus points. Well, this is, the, this is the spot that you get into. Holy shit, i got to turn my shit up here. This is the spot that you get into, right? And, and I found myself here. Oh, no, I'm too hot. I found myself here a few times where I have players that are too closely ranked to each other. And, you know, you get those mid-tier, you know, wide receiver three flex guys. And you're, you're trying to guess which week they're going to go off. And it's such a fucking difficult thing to try to find that rhythm. You have your starters, right? Like, if we're just talking Chano, right? We, we know that Gurley's going to start. We know that Naheem Hines is going to start for him. Now, when it comes to his receivers, it's a little bit of a, a crapshoot on where he's going to go. So many times last week, Claypool on the bench scores 35 points. This week, Jefferson on the bench scores 35 points. But can he start those two together? Fuck. Yeah, I think, I think he can. I think he can. I, I think he rolls with Crowder, Claypool, and Jefferson and doesn't think anything about it. Because Chris Godwin, he's proven that he's, he's not going to be the guy. He, and he can't stay healthy. That's, so that's a big his, issue. His snaps, his snaps are falling. Uh, his big question marks now are his running backs. Gurley has not been consistent. Naheem Hines, there's a three-headed monster there in Indianapolis. Then nobody's taken the, the clear-cut lead. Other, well, I, I would probably say John Taylor probably gets gets the uh, the nod as the the guy you want to start. But on his roster for running backs, that's it. Yeah, you roll, you got to roll with Gurley and Hines. And now, 
he has a question. No, he doesn't have a question at quarterback. He Fitzpatrick is now the number two dude in Miami now that Tua has got the reins. So he has to roll with Matty Ice. He does. Or it, or it, find somebody on the waiver wire. So it, it, it football is now making his decisions easy. It should be making his decisions easy. But I I gave I gave Ch- Chato, I just gave you my advice on what I would do. It, now it's up to you to figure it out because even Brandon Cooks monster guy sometimes so i have a you're I, more, more than likely he's gonna miss instead of hit i have a point of order i have a point of order i have a point of order this that sounded like fucking collusion like you just helped chano to set the best roster possible and so that sounds like you're colluding with him for victory I, I told, I'll, I'll do that for everybody. No. You put anybody's lineup in front of me, and I'll tell you what I'd do with it. Tom, we are dedicated to giving piss-poor advice here. I do not want to hear sound advice about anybody's lineup going forward. Otherwise, I will call collusion. That's bullshit. This is my this is just lineup opinion. But Chano's an idiot. And <laughs> our job here is not accuracy and facts. That's not what, that's not what we subs- uh, our listeners subscribe for. So no okay. more collusion, Tom. So the the shitty thing, right? Quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> so he should he should continue to ride out Fitzpatrick because there's a magic there, and yes, he'll have a couple games of zero coming ahead. But I think if you just ride that out, Chano, uh, you're yeah. going to be okay. What a shitty what a shitty deal though. Shit's magic has been fantasy wise a quality quarterback but also in the nfl he's he's actually done a good job down there in miami i mean they took us the task uh in in seattle uh they've they've won a couple games and then he gets benched when they you know he goes out and pitches a shutout and gets benched fucking good job buddy so i i agree it's a bum deal but Tua, i actually think he probably knew it was coming he had to um I think I think there was probably conversations as to, hey, we we're gonna roll with you, uh, but your your sole purpose here is to be too as mentor, and I think he I think he's embracing it. He knows he's been in the league for fucking ever, dude. He was he was a backup to Gus Ferrat at one time. <laughs> what, what's so <laughs> that tells you that tells you how long he's been in the fucking league, but uh. I think I think he knew that, and and that's where that is where Fitzmagic does his best is when he knows. Yes. Hey, I'm the fucking backup, or my number. Uh, hey, this guy's coming back when when Jameis Winston comes back, I'm gone. So that's when he knows he does the best. So that's a, to me, that explains why he's been doing so well because he knows he's not going to be playing very long. Yeah, if he gets any amount of comfort in his role and uh, longevity it just goes to shit he starts looking like nicky Foles. <laughs> yeah. i'm sorry not nicky Foles. i meant uh, carson Wentz. uh i think i think you hit the money i think you uh you were right with nick Foles. yeah but i watch I think nick Foles. i think nick Foles is like the next fitzpatrick yeah i did but i, I watched nicky Foles run a run a couple a touchdown in this weekend well, yeah, because he still has Mitch. He still has Mitch Trubisky fucking breathing down his neck. Yeah. If, if Nick Foles fucking doesn't start winning more games, we're gonna see Mitch Trubisky again. <laughs> it's all it's all a shit show. Uh, yeah. So that that puts Chano behind the eight ball with all shit's magic, and uh, looking to see how how he comes out ahead. He plays number eleven next week, right? 
Yeah, That's what him, him, him and Schottenheimer play each other. So um, this could, I mean, record-wise, record-wise, he'll be 12th, but he'll have the head-to-head against uh, Hoey. Two fucking sweaty bums wrapped up under the blankets playing tag. And <laughs> this is weird. So uh, uh, Joey, if we want to get into his matchup next. Um, Let's do it. Joey, Joey did say something. This is uncharted territory for him. And that is very true because I don't think we've ever seen Joey this fucking low in the rankings. But this is also one of our tightest years, and we're getting ready to come to the halfway point of our regular season. And and he is on the wrong side of the winner's bracket. Um, this has been an incredibly difficult season to uh, predict what was going to happen, right? I, oh, yeah, very it's all a crapshoot. You never know from week to week if you're going to have a uh, a player or not. So I don't think that you can look at this with the same lenses that you would on a normal normal past year, right? Because this is a major difference in how the team's prepared, how they went ahead. Um, I have looked at trying to make a couple moves off my team, but healthy, available. You just fucking stick with what you got, and eventually they'll come yeah. around, you know? There's no room. We've had people talk about, you know, we should add extra rosters for COVID, you know, extra spots on the bench. Why? To, to fucking shrivel up the pool? You know That's what I mean? A, that, was my, that, was my, that was mine and your conversation weeks ago, was like, if we do that, all we're going to do is water down an already piss-poor uh, waiver wire or free agent pool. If, so. if anything, I would say we got rid of a slot on our bench so that we would have more to f- pick up from in the free, uh, free agency. But we're, we're not doing that. I'm just saying. Uh, we, we, have, we have three IR spots, and that's if you've got a player. Like, I just had a player come off of COVID in Corey Davis, so I had to get him off my roster. You just had Adam Humphreys come off covid and you had to get them off your IR slot, and and that's that's what those extra IR slots were for, COVID-related things. Hmm. And for whatever fucking reason, B Lover has a fucking first name I can't pronounce, Armstead, uh, running back for the Jaguars, who was came under the COVID. He got the COVID designation before Week One has even kicked off. The motherfucker still has a COVID designation, so it's like. The fuck is this? Is this guy fucking patient zero or what? He might be. Brent Brent is patient. Period, because he's still <laughs> hanging in for that guy. So hopefully, you know, it blows up. Maybe week seventeen, he'll have a monster week and blow up right after our <laughs> <laughs> right after our fucking Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about let's talk about the pillow fight that happened between Butters and uh, Hoey. I'm sorry. Did I say yeah? Butters and Hoey. Yep. Sorry, my brain quit working there for a second. So <laughs> Freaks and Zeke best Schottenheimer's kids and moves to fourth place. A prime time rally on Monday Night Football helped everybody in the world. So I'm not saying anything new. <laughs> but, but in this one, it wasn't enough for Schottenheimer's kids as Freaks and Zeke's got 112 points, got the 112 to 88 point victory. Freaks and Zeke was led by Ryan Tannehill this week with 364 passing yards and a two point conversion and four fucking touchdowns. The Tennessee quarterback, the Tennessee quarterback passed for four touchdowns. 
I'm not doing a good job here, Tom. I'm sorry. It's because you're sick. I'm not. It's the it's the microphone. Uh, person. All right, here we go. All right. AJ Brown also helped out with a 20, 20 points and two touchdowns. Freaks and Zeeks climbed to fourth place while Schottenheimer's kid dropped to eleventh place. Haha, <laughs> right below me, bitch. So I'm not in eleventh no more. You are worse <laughs> than me. Yeah. So Miles Sanders really deserved more touches for Freaks and Zeeks as he put up a whopping 118 total yards on just 10 touches. Since Tannehill was the point getter for Freaks and Zeeks, it means a different player has led his team each of the last four weeks. With 24 points, Keenan Allen paced the squad in week three, Ryan Fitzpatrick was tops in four, and Benny Shitberger in last week. Freaks and Zeeks will face the Pink Eye Slayers next week. Schottenheimer's kids will square off against the last place, Chiano. I fucking love it, man. I, I fucking love it how the schedule has worked out so far because it's playing right into how everything, all the cards have laid or all the cards have fell. It's, it's awesome. I, I truly thought uh, Joey was going to win this matchup. I did. I truly did. But the way Ryan Tannehill played in that game, man, Oh my God, dude! He's Woo, he's really playing fun. good football, man. And I I don't know if you guys were a part of the conversation during draft during draft day, but in here in the garage, in my garage, when we, we there was a conversation about Tannehill and where we thought he was going, and I was like, I dude, I, I think he's a sleeper. I think he's a sleeper and black horse, uh, or dark horse. Did I say black horse? Dark horse. Uh, uh, candidate for MVP, and I said that to Dale, Tyler, every and Powder, and everybody here. And immediately, Joey drafted him, and then he ensued has dropped him, and now Butters has picked him up and started him and beat him with a guy that Joey drafted. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> well, I mean, he's got Patrick Mahomes, so it's not like he's hurting, right? But in this in this instance, Sweet Ryan Tannehill outs outscores Mahomes by 12 fucking points. Oh, I love it. Sweet justice, man. It is. It is. And and I, I ain't going to lie, dude. I fucking love seeing Zeke Elliott suck ass. <laughs> dude, man, when he dropped night, two fumbles last night. Yeah. Oh, so fun. That, that was fucking awesome. But Butter's fucking stable of uh, running backs comes through for him. Not that he only got 22 total points, well, 24 total points out of uh, three running backs, starting Damian Harris in his in his flex. Didn't really pan out for him, but he did to get the W. Uh, not really sure what else he could have done better other than start uh, Debo Samuel over the fucking transvestite in Jacksonville. Uh, what's his name? Mabishka? Yeah. But she's did, so pretty. Have you seen have you seen a picture of that dude? Yes, so pretty. That's a pretty chick. Mm-hmm. She she's fit as fuck. Oh yeah, I I totally tugged to that. I like the pro, I like the progression that the NFL has been taking. Female officials, female coaches, now female wide receiver in Jacksonville. I love it. I love it. I, I hope he doesn't hear that because I'm sure he'll fucking beat my ass if he fucking hears. That. Tom, you stand six foot four, two hundred and sixty-four pounds of strapping muscle on a dry day. I don't think that motherfucker's saying nothing to Tommy T. 
Yeah, you're right. I I I I, just, I try to play the 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 cuddly old teddy bear, but yeah, I I would fucking do the big brother hand on his head and he'd be swinging at me, and then I'd just fucking kick him in his fucking pussy and he'd fucking fall over. I was I rem- I was just thinking about that day we were walking down the street and you fucking bumped into that dude, and it turned around. It was it was Brock Lesnar. And he fucking just looked up at you and said, hey, oh, sorry, sir. And then fucking just turned around and kept walking. And I was just like, wow, Tom, that was mad respect. And dude, I wanted to be a fanboy like fucking crazy, too. Dude. Yeah. But I fucking had to play. I was like, dude, he wants to fucking kill me. And I was going to fucking ball up like a bitch. But no, I I mean, when you bumped him, he turned I, I around. Forget, I, I forget. I mean, when you're as big as me, you don't you forget how big you are. You think like. Because I'm a child at heart. Right. And, and I have a child brain. I have a child penis. And it's like, I you forget I forget how big I am. I just think I'm a, a little kid sometimes. It's like you have little kid extremities and everything that hangs off, but you have Andre the Giant's torso. And so it just, it does make you look slightly odd. But it, it's I intimidating. I look like one of them Borderland characters. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, he he apologized, uh, you know, and he he moved on with his day. But uh, that was cool though that you ended up damn right, or I fuck his bitch. <laughs> every day. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, back to this one. Mahomes had a had a game, but not the game that he was wanting. Yeah, it, it ended up being more of a rushing game for uh, CNH or however you fucking say that. C Ed H. Yeah. C Ed H. So Ed. when you Ed. weren't you making fun of the running backs over there on Freaks and Zeke's team? Uh just Elliot. Just, just Elliot. And that that they didn't really show up is what I was saying. Yeah, and they definitely didn't show up over there on fucking uh Well Oh yeah. Hair lips yeah. team. Matt Mark Ingram, dude. I, I don't know what's up, but there is no running back in Baltimore At other all. than Lamar Jackson that's doing anything and that and and I and I I kind of predicted it but I thought at least JK Dobbins would have done something with it. I thought one would have came out of it but I was wrong there hasn't been any running back who has come out of Baltimore that has done shit and I thought for sure it was going to be that fucking rookie out of Ohio State JK Dobbins the and one that you so far, the one that no you said break. was going to be the rookie of the year Yes, I said he was going to be rookie of the year. And you like you bet a bunch of money on it. Uh, twenty bucks. Yeah. Yeah, and I, yeah, and Brent took the field, of course. I knew I was going to lose that. I I figured I was going to lose that bet because I had one dude and he had all the rookies. Right. So, yeah. It was a good, but I a solid but I, quality I, I, bet. It was a. It was a. It, what was it? What was it, Ed? A solid quality bet. Bold prediction. Oh, I'm sorry. That's what you wanted. A bold prediction. Uh, I just, I hope that, uh, what I was just going to say was, I hope Joey does this again next week. Uh, 100% replay of the exact same game. Oh, dude, I think there's 10 dudes. I think there's 10 dudes rooting for Chano. Uh, 10 dudes rooting for Chano to win this week in week seven. Because well, that would be that would be fucking icing on the fucking cake in the FIB is watching Joey lose to fucking the brown clown. Give the brown clown a leg awesome. up. 
Yes. Yes. He needs – that's what Chano needs. He just needs to see the light of victory, and that's going to catapult him in to at least winning the loser's bracket like he did last year. He's He's got it, man. I, the internet, the bugs, and uh, now that his son his son's shipped off to – He's going to Fort Bragg. Bragganam. North Kakalaki. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, matter of fact, I think he gets there tomorrow. Word on yeah. the street. Uh, I would much rather have gone to Germany if I was him. No shit. Jesus Christ. North, Car- North Carolina's fucking sucks, dude. Well, or at least at least Fort Bragg anyway. Or Lafayette, uh, Vietnam. Not Lafayette, but uh, Fayetteville. Jesus Christ. It's all dude. shit. I've been there a couple times and it is fucking horrible. That kid needed to get to another region of the planet to see that there is other shit. And there's nothing like underage drinking and prostitutes to fucking make you a man. And it's legal, and it's legal over there. Yeah. So shit, yeah. Yeah. Instead, he's got to go to fucking <laughs> Bragg where he's probably, I mean, the survivability rate at Bragg is higher than it is at Fort Hood. But they still do lose a few soldiers hitting here and there at Bragg. And he's going to be a dirt dart, so there's that. There's that. That that percentage goes up as well. Yeah. So there you and go, Chano. If you don't know what if you don't know what a dirt dart is, FIB teats listeners, it's somebody who jumps out of perfectly good airplanes because the army tells them to. And then they just fucking. <laughs> well, hopefully that part doesn't happen. <laughs> Tommy, you wanna you wanna what, talk? What do about, I know? I'm a dirty, nasty leg. You're a fucking horrible person too. Uh, do you wanna no, talk no, about? Chano. Do you wanna talk about the game of the week? Uh, was that you and you and you and Tyler? Me and baby Ty Ty. Me and baby Ty Ty. Alrighty, let's fucking get into this piece of shit game. <laughs> yeah, I can hear you. So you haven't been talking at all? Oh, I thought you were blowing I thought you were blowing your nose that whole time when I was reading the recap of the last game or the the last time I read. <laughs> no, but but now they know because like that whole time I was quiet but you weren't. And so you just snitched on me. <laughs> but anyways, what were you saying, Tom? The power of editing. <laughs> Big Spoon rips apart end zone maniacs and moves into 10th place. You moved into 10th place, Ed. I fucking catapulted. That's a, that's, 10th place was a improvement. A fucking vast <laughs> improvement. Over that fucking ass bandit robbery I got last week from Dale. At, oh, anyways. Odor. Go ahead, I'm sorry. A primetime push on both Sunday night and Monday night football wasn't nearly enough for end zone maniacs. They had 40, or excuse me, they had 20 points on Sunday night and 29 on Monday night, combining to be 52% of their total score. But Big Spoon still easily earned the 153 to 95 victory. Big Spoon was led by Deshaun. Clemson Watson, the answer this week. And the Houston QB passed for four TDs and provided 40 points in the blowout victory. Booyah! Rojo 
Ronald Jones, that is, also pitched in with 25 points on his own with two touchdowns, more than he'll ever see probably ever in a game, ever, ever again. Ever. With 153 points, Big Spoon had the top overall total in the league this week as well. Big Spoon climbs into 10th place while sucking Ed Zone Maniac's dick. I mean, I'm sorry. T Dog drops to third place. So while you climb to 10th, he moves away from second to third. Yes, I brought him down. David, David Johnson had plenty of chances for Big Spoon, but logged just 69 total yards on 20 touches. Watson has now led Yaktown's finest in scoring every contest this season. Additionally, with 20 touches this week, David Johnson, it means that his touches have now increased in four consecutive games. In week seven, Big Spoon faces Kyler Reeks. And uh, Morty. Morty and Zone Maniacs takes on the Untouchables, who has averaged a stout 132 points this season. So, baby, basically, you get to bang your boy. Two versus three, bitches. And a little spo- spoiler alert there. I get to go have a little makey love time with B-Lover. That's going to make for an interesting Sunday night or excuse me, Sunday morning teams meeting, right? It will. Uh, I w- let's, let's see where this goes. Yeah, I got problems coming up here, Tom. Uh, some things have happened in real life. 99? Do you have 99 problems? And Kate ain't one. Hit me. Uh. <laughs> so we talked about Clyde Ed Alaire, C. Ed H. Yes, you do have problems there. And that's a problem because... Again, had a great day, but kind of like shit's magic. They said, great job, rookie. Uh, so, by the way, we brought in this two-time All-Pro guy that we just signed off of the waiver, and he'll be eligible next week. So, get ready. And, and I think he was, he was fucking like, this was like his, his pro day. He's like, I got to fucking show out tonight because Le'Veon Bell's going to take my fucking, take my food off my table. Yeah. And uh, I'm not going to be happy about that. But. But Andy Reid has said that Clyde Edwards-Alaire is the guy there, and they brought Le'Veon Bell in just to spell Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Um, we'll see where that goes. Uh, Le'Veon Bell's know, a bad motherfucker. You know, Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell is not going to play second fiddle to anyone. No. And then the other thing is, Clyde Ed, uh C. Ed H. has not been able to get in the end zone. But it seems like every time they get down there, they hand him the ball to run inside the tackles. And it's like, dude's a fucking lightning bolt that's this tall. Go that way or that way, not that way. Every He has scored, I think, four touchdowns this year. Mm, and only one of them is counted. Every single touchdown he's scored after week one has been called back to a holding penalty. Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. When you said yeah, four, he, I was like, oh, that sounds, that sounds gracious. No, he has no, one touchdown. He's only, he's only been credited for one touchdown, and that was in week one. And he has yet to score an actual touchdown. But he has crossed the end zone probably four total times, but holding calls have brought them all back. Yeah. So I, I, I do feel, just like all the analysts say, that the touchdowns are going to come. But now that 
there's another fucking horse in the stable. What what does that what does that mean for CEH or CEDH? And what does that mean for Le'Veon Bell? Well, I'll tell you what it means, Tom. What it means is that you are going to take Le'Veon Bell and you are going to ship him to me for Adam Humphreys. <laughs> no, I will give you Le'Veon Bell for hmm, ha, hmm, ha, hmm, ha, hmm. Who do you got? I don't want a fucking person on your team other than Deshaun Watson. <laughs> I'll be I'll be honest with you. I th- I think that you you might be sleeping on Adam Humphreys though. No, dude. They're eh. Tannehill. Um, you just talked about Tannehill. Tannehill will spread that fucking ball around, but when it comes to points in the end zone, it is AJ, AJ Brown, Jonu Smith, and Derrick Henry all fucking day long. Those are the three that are scoring touchdowns. Yeah, because he just Humphreys just got back. He just got back, Tom. Just got he back. Missed, he missed one game. Yep, and now he's back. One game. Back again. One I'm game. trying to give you a starter, bitch. You trying to give me somebody? He, he, you trying to give me some bullshit that's showing up as a non-starter? Le'Veon Bell for Ar- Ar- Adam Humphreys? Yeah. Shit. Straight across. I'm selling. If I sell Adam, if I'm selling Le'Veon Bell, everybody is at sell high right now. That's gay. Because we have yet to see him do anything. Just like. CEH was a buy draft high now guy before we saw him do one fucking snap in the NFL. And he's Le'Veon been garbage. Bell is out there right now. They're like, <gasps> we know what Le'Veon Bell can do. So everybody is selling high, and Adam Humphreys is not high enough. You're high. You are high. I'll give you. you are high. All right, Zach Moss, last offer. <laughs> I'll give you. I'll give you what you want in that running field. Anyways, Tyler. Shit. Tyler had. Tyler had some bad luck this week, right? Uh, and that's really what spilled his doom. Yeah, for sure. Singletary uh, he, not running the ball. That's been his Achilles heel all years, his running back situation. And he knew it from draft day. He's like, I messed up big time on my running backs from draft day. So he's been playing catch up. The only state, the only guy he's got that's, that's uh consistent for him is Carson, Chris Carson. So, we got Chris Carson and then a yeah. bunch of maybes, maybes, because Devin Singletary hasn't done shit in Buffalo. Chase Edmonds, I think, eventually will be the guy in AZ, but... Not after Kenyon Drake runs fucking four touchdowns last night. But that's what... If you could play the Cowboys every week, yeah. fucking Kenyon Drake's a, a goddamn Hall of Famer. Which makes yeah. Tyler's fucking pickup of CeeDee Lamb, you know, really good until Andy Dalton showed up. Yeah, I, I still think he's the number one receiver. He should, fantasy-wise, uh, NFL receiver. Well, it'll be Amari Cooper, who almost gave me a fucking heart attack last night. Got it. Just um, one more, one more fucking pass. But CD CD Lamb, I think, is the dude, man. Yeah, CD Lamb, I think, is the dude. And there's a reason why. Uh, what's his face? Michael Irvin said, "Yeah, hey kid, you can wear my number." Yeah. So, I think he believes in him, and not. I mean, what what's Michael Irvin do for the Cowboys anymore? But uh, C.D. Lamb is the real deal. If we would have and, taken and George, no fear, Kittle. George Kittle's a bad dude, man. I would love to have me some Kittle on the Seahawks and on whatever my team name is of the week. 
<laughs> yeah, George Kittle with a back-to-back hundred yards receiving weeks. Yeah, yeah that's I love as a Niners fan. I love to see me some Kittle. Uh, it's been weird the beginning of the season, not doing his no fear uh, little first down deal. It's like wow, what's what's going on here? But you could see it like the team was not excited because they knew it's like we're fucked. Our defense is riddled. And our offense is fucking bang the fuck up. You could just tell. If if Kittle gets a first down and you don't see his little no fear drop, <laughs> something's not right in San Francisco. That's the sound he makes when he does that. <laughs> uh, he's like, fuck you. That's what it is. Or, I, don't, I don't think so. You hear them bitches screaming in the background? What are they? Somebody... Somebody shooting up the house? Yeah. Drive-bys. Whatever. That's why I go second floor. Shoot downstairs, bitch. Pow, pow, chitty, chitty. <laughs> um, even, but, if, even if Tyler would have this. taken his team and his bench and combined it all into one, he couldn't touch this. Did you see how many points fucking Young Way Koo got him, though? Yeah. That was his fucking 20, dude. 20 fucking points from his kicker. That's a, that's that a, is ridiculous. That's a bad man. Is there... Is there a bigger disappointment at wide receiver for fantasy than J- Juju Smith-Schuster this year? A.J. Green. I didn't really expect much out of him. Big Ben came back from an injury, and Juju Smith's the number one dude in Pittsburgh. He hasn't done nothing in a minute. A.J. Green, I didn't expect shit out of him because he's got a rookie quarterback, and he's coming off of a foot injury that really – at his age, people usually don't come back too well from. But you, ju- you just asked me. I gave you an answer. Fucking yeah, piece of you're shit. You're at, your answer is fucking stupid. You're stupid. Let's move on to the next game, you fucking <laughs> dirtbag. Which one do we have left to talk about? Uh, All right. So there's only two left. There's uh, Hodor. And oh. Fantasy John and myself and B-Lover. I'll talk about you and B-Lover here. Do it. This was the cl- Although this was the closest one. Well, we should have left it to the end. That's right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to channel my inner Walter Cronkite for this. The Untouchables squeaked by Kyler Reeks to move into second place. The Untouchables picked up their third highest player points this week from Derrick Henry with 39.5 points. To nip Kyler Reeks 108 to 108. I got to get real specific here. 108.76 to 108.66. One tenth of a point. The Untouchables took a 55.58 lead on Sunday afternoon and maintained that advantage for the rest of the matchup. This was. One of the tightest outcomes to date, with a one-tenth point margin being the smallest recorded in the league this season. The gap could have been wider as the Untouchables had a starter score zero fucking points, Mike Jacecki. The Untouchables at 4-2 and two and 791 points climb into second place and Kyler Reeks at 3-3 three and three with 744 points step into fifth place. Alexander Madison had plenty of chances for the Untouchables, but he logged just 30 total yards on 11 touches. While Josh Allen 
led the Untouchables with 22.3 points last week. Henry paced the squad this week with 39.4. Next week, the Untouchables take on his son, Baby Baby Tight High, while Kyler Reeks matches up with Big Daddy Ed. Oh my God! Talk about talk about fantasy frustration. I I'm going all week, and I have I was like, yeah, no brainer. I've got a projected two two projected top five running backs, and uh, Derrick Henry and Alexander Madison because everybody's like, oh, Devin Cook's out. You gotta plug in Alexander Madison. I'm like, fuck yeah! Finally, I drafted this dude two years in a row for this moment. I get. Fucking three and a half points. <laughs> I was like, no worries. No worries. Derrick Henry will fucking pick up the slack and so will my ride receivers. Odell Beckham, three and a half points. So, And my my newly acquired Mike Giusecki from Miami. Yes. I'm like, fuck yeah. This is definitely an upgrade from Hayden Hurst. Dropped his ass. Picked up Giusecki. I get a fucking goose egg out of a top. Five rated tight end and Hayden Hurst. Zero. Zero. And Hayden Hurst scores a touchdown. Yeah, a garbage time touchdown in Atlanta. And Atlanta goes off the rails and just fucking scores all the points this week. Even Julio had multiple fucking touchdowns. So, yeah, uh, bad decision on my part, but I thought of a good business. And luckily, Luckily, I fuck it. Just as the headline says, I squeak, squeak by, man. I there's no. I mean, I could have started T Higgins. I could have started T Higgins over uh, anyone, or excuse me, uh, started T Higgins over Odell Beckham, and J.K. Dobbins over anyone, or excuse me, J.K. Dobbins over Alexander Madison, and I would have scored. It would have not been so tight uh, last night. But so, what could B Lover have done to won this? Uh, Dar- he could have started uh, Slayton, uh, Darius Slayton, over Tyreek Hill. But who the fuck is doing that? Yeah. So <laughs> Darius Slayton could have started over Tyreek Hill, and B Lover could have beat me with that fucking. Uh, with that lineup, Jesus Christ, Ed, are you all right? What are you talking about, Tom? Oh, were you uh, were you muted again? Yes. God damn! I oh, said keep sorry. going, you son of a bitch. Well, you're, the the fucking phlegm you you hocked up half a person. <laughs> it's the microphone. That's so yeah. That uh, B lover did have the recipe for victory. He did not start it, but who the fuck starts fucking? Uh, Darius Slayton over Tyreek Hill. Nobody. And the other, the other beauty was uh, the kicker action. So he had a different kick, different kicker <laughs> in the morning, and then he yeah. dropped him just so that he would have somebody playing. Uh, and that's that's a, that's a real thing, Sunday right? Night. People yeah. do that. It's like I, if I got to watch this game, I want a player. So if it could be this one or this one, let me just take the one that's playing. And in this case, it fucking ate his dick. Yep. He could have totally kept Zane Gonzalez in like he did in the morning, and that would have beat me. God damn. Yeah. Hey, Stinker Tinker. Yep, Stinker Tinker happens every time, man. All happens day. every time. And I tried I tried to play a little bit of defense on the waiver wire this week or in the free agent pool for defenses. 
because I knew he need he was streaming a defense because the one he had on his roster was on a bye. So I was like, you know what? It's either Washington or Miami or the two teams he's going after. So I tried to make them both unavailable. And the one that I ended up making unavailable was the one that I should have left alone. I should have snagged the Dolphins because the Dolphins defense gets him just over 18 points. Yes. And that's fucking crazy, shutting out shutting out the shit stick jets. So, oh, well, they were both, they were, they both did pretty well. I just picked the wrong one, but luckily for me, no skin off my teeth. I am victorious and in second place in the FIB. Hey, it was, it was a great, well-fought match. It was, uh, I think Brent's text actually put a good, uh, it kind of helped to build the drama, make sure that we were all tuned in watching it. So I just want to say thank you, Brent for doing that. Uh, don't listen to what Tom said. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, uh, th- this is all predicated that, or pre, pre, uh, stat adjustments. I, I, uh, they usually happen on Wednesday right before waivers, but, uh, I don't think we've ever had a stat adjustment that has flip flopped, uh, a victory other than, uh, season one, when it was a scoring, uh, where I Baby purposely tie-tie. made over, where I purposely overvalued our kickers to get more owner involvement into how we score in the FIB, and so people said, "Hey, we got to do this, this, and this," and that changed scores for week one, and Tyler took the L. But that was fucking what six years ago, seven years ago, twenty, yeah, yeah. at least long time. But so many, yeah, it was. Thank you, thank you, Brent, for the fucking interactive, the interactiveness. Um, I, like I said, I I apologize for all the lowbrow shit I said, but if the point adjustments come out and you beat me, I everything I said I do not apologize for. I will go in and use the fantasy uh, manager, co-manager rules, and I will change it back so that you are victorious, Tom. You mean that much to me. <laughs> All right. Fucking, you want to go on to the next? Yeah, let's go talk about this Pella Pella. All right. So this was also a fucking Monday night nail biter between two fantasy bro uh, bromances here. Uh, Hodor and Fantasy John. Hawkamaniac outlasts Fantasy John and moves up to seventh place, which is still outside of the winner's bracket. Hawkamaniac got 32 points out of Kirk Cousins. Will never happen again. Edging Fantasy John 90.82 to 90.60.22 points. Ouch. Victories. Damn. Two, vic- two points. Or excuse me. Two games that were decided by less than 0.4 points between the two. Uh, a late push in primetime during Monday Night Football wasn't enough for Fantasy John. Hawkamaniac took a 30-point lead on Sunday afternoon and never looked back. This was one of the closest matchups to date, with a 0.22-point margin being the second smallest recorded in the league this season. Or this week? <laughs> this season and this week. Yep. Hawkamaniac climbs into seventh place, and Fantasy John stays in first, even though he takes the L. 
Fantasy John had one notable player that missed out on some chances. Even though DeAndre Hopkins saw a total of eight targets, he only reeled in two catches. Well, fucking Kyler Murray only completed nine passes, and the dude almost got 40 points. That's fucking crazy. While Russell Wilson led Hawkamaniac last week with 31 points, Cousins paved the way this week with 32. Hawkamaniac gets El Jefe next week, while Fantasy John faces Silent Killer. The Silent Class. So, even... So, Hodor gets a fucking break, even though he had to see the Seahawks on a bye week and his perennial... Keeper, which he never keeps, but he always drafts. And Russell Wilson, right? He he rides the Russell Wilson shirt tails, and Kirk Cousins puts up Russell Wilson like numbers on his bye week. So, so dumb that Dale gets away with this, but yeah. we needed John Kirk, to lose. So I, <sighs> we did. Everybody was rooting for Hodor this week because <sighs> always want. If you're on top, we gotta see you fall. Yeah, we gotta see you fall. So. And neither one of them scored 100 points. So how did either, how did anyone win it? There is no winner in this match. It goes down as a double loss. Uh, it doesn't compute for me. You know, that is a rule that I would be willing to entertain, Tom. You have to score 100 points. <laughs> if you don't score 100 points and win, you don't get the win. So if both teams come in at 90, <laughs> two losses. <laughs> 99.99, you lose. That. Even if you blew them out by 40. That's how we make it so you're not a liar. <laughs> you have been saying you got to score 100 points if you're going to win. But you're a liar because he didn't I, because he just scored 90 and won. So if we are, change that rule, my word. if we change the rule to say that you have to score 100, then now you're spot on, dude. Yeah, I, I see where you're going, but you twisted my word. Yeah. I say you got to score 100. Or your chances of winning diminish a lot. Well, you have to start players or your chances of winning diminish a lot. Like, you're not saying anything there. I am saying something. It's saying there's a mark. If you're scoring under 100 points, the chances of you winning is very slim. So stupid. Look, look, just, just look at all the points scored this week. One, two... Two te- three teams scored a hundred uh, uh, less than a hundred points. Only one one. Mm-hmm. But there is more points. There are more teams that scored over a hundred points and still lost. That's not what I'm saying. You piece of shit. What I'm saying is, if you don't score a hundred, your chances of winning are diminished. You're you diminished. Now you're being. If you're scoring over a hundred, now you're being competitive. You're dumb. All right, Tom. Suck a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. So you that did it, is you the... son of a bitch. All right. <laughs> that is the matchups for this week, right? Was that the last one? That yeah, is, yeah. yeah. So, so, all right, let's talk about, well, we, can, we haven't really talked about their, their, their lineups. So how about, how about Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> oh, my God. This is the... <laughs> This is the Aaron best part. Rogers does, doesn't even score six points. Just garbage. Two, intercept, two interceptions, no touchdowns, and only 106 passing yards with two picks. 
That is not the Aaron Rodgers that we have seen through five weeks. It was not raining in Tampa. It was raining in Miami, but Tampa was blue skies. They had a little bit of a breeze. It wasn't the weather. Is Tampa Bay's defense there? No. I mean, I mean they're they're all right, but it's not they're not they're not good enough to fucking rattle Aaron Rodgers. What the fuck? No, apparently they can't make any they they did it. They won that game, what, thirty eight to ten? Yeah, Tampa uh, Bay. Thirty eight to ten. Tampa. Yeah, thirty eight to ten. Tampa wins, which is yeah, I I, I think in uh Tyler and I do a pick 'em every year between just him and I, and I picked I picked Green Bay to win, and so did Tyler. So that was a wash. The way that Green Bay's been playing so far this year, everybody picked them to win. I mean, they again were playing in warm weather. There, that wasn't a, a condition you would have thought that Aaron Rodgers was going to come out of the bye and eat their fucking lunch, and just was not the case. Yeah, and I thought this was going to be a huge. I thought this was going to be a big. Uh, Bob Tanyan and big Aaron Jones game. And I thought that was going to be something I had to worry about with uh, B lovers lineup starting Robert Tanyan, Bob Tanyan, Bob Tanyan. So um, luckily for me and Dale, that uh, it didn't work out. Oh, I've seen that you have changed. You have now changed your team name. Yes. Uh, That is, that just showed up on my screen here. Oh, okay. Turkey is coming. Turkey is coming. What does that have to do with the lover? Well, I'll tell you off the air. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, let's, uh, fuck. Shit. I would say uh, this, Tom. When Turkey Day is here, someone who is there may be near. Are you going to Yakima? Nope. Is he going to Hawaii? Maybe. That motherfucker won't let me come to fucking Yakima and watch UFC. That motherfucker's going to travel to fucking Hawaii on Thanksgiving and not let me come to Yakima and watch UFC? And he won't drive to Lacey and watch football and hang out with Tommy T? Are you fucking kidding me? Maybe, maybe if they flew out of Seattle, they could park their car at your house or something, but probably not talk to you. I'll fucking slash his goddamn tires. You fucking <laughs> bubble boy piece of shit. Good God. So anyways. Uh, I thought we were cool. Because there's a possibility that I may be headed to the other side of the world uh, he wanted to come out and, and, and send off. And to be honest with you, I think it's more of a boner thing. I have a boner. I have one too for you. So anyways, well, that's... I th- wish I wish I could make that trip. Well, the next time but I'm going my, to see you... My current situation, my current situation, I can take zero leave right now. <laughs> you're an intern. It's all leave. Well, I mean, from my my paid job, I cannot I cannot oh. take any more. I cannot take any leave. <laughs> Just let, let it rack alone, up. Let alone fly to Hawaii because that is what they call a red state, and I would have to provide a couple of exceptional policies and all sorts of shit to go there. Well, that I believe there you have to test. You have to get tested before you come out, 
And that's not an easy or cheap uh, thing. Like that's a that's a whole ticket price, damn near. Like it's like two hundred and thirty bucks just to get tested. Yeah, I think and yeah, between one hundred and fifty and uh, and two hundred is what I, what I've been seeing. But yeah, yeah. So who knows? Who knows? But turkey well, is I'm coming. Glad, I'm glad. I'm uh, All all bullshit aside, I I'm glad that uh, uh, somebody. Uh, close to you and uh, family and friend wise that gets to come out and see you before you get to make the fucking big, the, well, not, it's big for bigger for me, but uh, the big jump over the pond. Ah, I hear you, but you shouldn't have let him off the hook. The, now it makes it sound like the rage isn't real because you still need to have real rage. No, 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 no. Uh, I'm happy for you. Oh, okay. Thank you. You still happy hate Brent. He can fucking eat all the dicks. All the dicks. And he can fucking suck yeah, yeah. He, it, it, I can't count how many times I'm like, "Hey, I, we got to get together, man." And he's like, "Nah, man, nah, man." Fucking maybe, boy here. Maybe it's not him. Here. Maybe it's you. Oh, it's fucking him. Oh yeah, you're right. It's probably me. He doesn't like me. I, I'm pretty sure. I'm, I I know I'm a lot to deal with. I fucking know that. I know. I know I'm a lot to deal with. And I think he's he's hosted me before, but I but. Uh, I don't know. I don't think it's your personality. Maybe I were. Maybe I wore out my welcome. No. He and I had a lot of fun in Atlanta together. You're looking at it all wrong, Tom. Tom, it has nothing to do with your personality. It has everything to do with COVID. Ah. But why is he going to Hawaii? It's uh, special. Extra special. Oh, he's got special non-getting Hawaii COVID powers. I think so. Son of a. Bitch. Yeah, I can ask him if he can give you some. <laughs> so, hey, so Fantasy John even took a fucking flyer on the number one wide receiver in Pittsburgh, is what I see here, with Travis Fulgham. I actually thought he was a goddamn uh, free agent or waiver wire dude, and I was going to look for him on the waiver wire this week. But no, Fantasy John already picked him up. Scooped him. And, yep, but it didn't didn't matter because he did shit for him. Well, I mean, it or, matters in the fact that he scored him. He scored points for him, but it didn't get him the victory over Hodor. So what what I'm getting at here is now that we have gotten through all of our matchups, is how smart the FIB owners are. So go. I know you listen to some fantasy football podcasts and read articles and shit, just like probably most of us do. If when the waiver wire column comes out for ESPN or CBS sports or whoever, those top guys are already picked up. Gone. They're gone. They have been gone because that's how smart the guys in the FRB are right now. Or, or it's a credit to a credit to uh, how competitive we are. So I want to give a shout out to uh, you other 11 owners or managers, I should say, um, to keeping this thing as competitive as possible. Because if this was a league that nobody gave a shit about, I could have I picked up fucking Alexander Madison off the fucking, out of the free agent pool. I wouldn't have had to known that I had to draft him to make sure I had him. He didn't do shit for me this week. But he was the number one waiver wire pickup last week or for week six, 
and I had I had to draft him because I knew something like that was going to happen. So that's that's the level of competitiveness the FIB has, and I want to thank all eleven of you for keeping it that way. Yeah, you're. you're uh, I want to. I echo that, Tom. Every time I go to try to find a player, gone. You have to. You have to get deep. You have to start looking weeks ahead. And so yeah. this is exactly funny. Me and somebody in the the family league were talking. And I said, if they're available and if they're healthy, just hold on to them. Because there's going to be a time when you need them. You never know how this shit plays out, and it gets so goddamn willy-nilly. But you can't sleep on this league. When I, I think that you're proof of that. When I looked at the, the waiver wire transactions and I saw that bullshit dickery that you were doing with, with Miami <laughs> and the Browns, like you have to wake up early. I was looking at the clock. It was like 2 in the morning. I'm like, this motherfucker woke up when these waivers processed to start fucking with people. And that's that's really what you have to do. Set your goddamn alarm, find out if your waivers went through, and then figure out what's left. It's uh, every day you got to be hustled. And nobody will give a trade unless it's, I mean, it's got to be, it's rare, right? We did, we've seen two. Um, yep. But, two, tra- two trades have gone through, or two or three trades have gone through. And I, it was mostly you know, to your to your words, like uh, swap and spit a little bit. Yeah. But it, but it's that owner. The owner had a gut feeling about a certain person, and the person accepting the trade was willing to part with that dude and accept the other dude. So we're grown, we're grown adults, and we're allowed to run our teams as shitty as we would like. And I do it well. So <laughs> hold on, Tom. I gotta hit a button here real quick. You're not gonna hear it though. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Hold on, I gotta find this. No, this is great. This is great music right here. Our uh, podcasting. The Ed and Tom Show it's presents. The, it's the drop. The cinematic circle of criticism. All right, so you back with me, Tommy? All right, what did we just hear? We just heard the cinematic circle of criticism. No, you fucking didn't. I hit him with no, it. you didn't. I hit no, him with you it. Didn't, dude. You know how much I love that motherfucker. Dude, and you didn't get to hear it, but you're going to be able to replay this back. At one hour, 38 minutes, you're going to hear the fucking drop. Oh, I'm going to listen to this whole fucking thing tomorrow while I'm working, so. <laughs> I, have a, I have a movie that just came to me. Okay. Have you seen that? You just watched. I did. I just watched it when I was laying in my bed. Because you're sick. No, I, I'm lazy. Uh, oh. Guns Akimbo. I've heard of that movie. I've never seen it. I'm gonna give a, a little bit of a teaser here, and then and then I'll kick it over to you. If you think of a movie that you want to talk about, by all means, I didn't want to steal this, but it just came to me. So, going to this movie, not having any idea. There's just a picture of Harry Potter holding two pistols, and it's called Guns Akimbo. I was thinking it was going to be a little bit like that. What's that one where they did first-person shooter? Oh. uh, uh, Hardcore Harry? Hardcore Harry? God, that movie made me want to fucking puke. I went and saw it in the theaters, and it was I had to, like, hide my head or hide my eyes, like, every couple minutes because I would have puked. This was not like that at all. Good, good, good. Uh, did you ever see Scott Pilgrim versus the World? 
Very good movie. Very good movie. Right down that lane. Like the the action, the over the top sequence, some of the the graphics. I would say comic Very yeah. Scott Pilgrim would be up the line of this one. Daniel Radcliffe, Harry Potter plays the main role. Uh, there's some hot chick that he teams up with or fights against or something. I'm not sure, but basically, uh, he goes out. He's being an internet troll, and uh, he gets called out on his shit. And next thing you know, he's got to kind of. He, he's got a bad day coming. So if oh, you shit. take, uh, like I said, uh, what was that movie I just said? Scott Pilgrim. And yeah. then Arnold Schwarzenegger's Running Man. Oh, shit. Mix them up. Throw them there. Guns akimbo. So is it um, spitballing here? Is this like a anime made to movie? It could have been like a MAGA or comic. I don't know that it was. Um, but it, it does have some of those feels. Fuck yeah! Because yeah, as soon as you as soon as you said it was kind of like uh, Pilgrim, uh, Scott Pilgrim, I was like, huh, I wonder if this is like an anime made to action movie. Yeah, I'm not sure, but yeah, it was it was far more fun than I thought it was going to be. Uh, very guilty, uh, just gluttonous fun. So if you get a chance, there's one for you, Tommy. Well, fuck yeah! I'll, uh, how can how can we watch it? Well, I found it right there on Amazon Prime. Okay, okay. Yeah. So the Prime Video should, uh, as long as you're a subscriber do there. Know, do you know anybody who isn't an Amazon Prime member? No, but but I the only people I talk to are you and the the league. Yeah, I don't know anybody who's not an Amazon Prime member. Yeah, and, and if you're not, I don't think I could trust you. It's just for us here on the island. It's there's no other. There's no option. You know, nothing's cheaper here on the island, and the shipping that you get for free, you can't beat. So we have to have it. I don't know if I lived like in the south, like if does Chano have Amazon Prime, where you know things yeah. cost four nickels. He does. Does he? <laughs> you know. Yeah, he does. Because like I remember when there was a time living in the south where things were cheaper. It was always cheaper to go to a, a store. Uh, oh, it's still fucking cheap in the South. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Those would be the exceptions that would come to mind for me. But other than that, I think everybody should have Amazon Prime. Yeah. Fucking. It's, uh, some, of the, some of the deals that come across that are, are pretty ridiculous. There you go. So do uh, you have anything you'd like to tell us about movie-wise, cinematically? Yes! So I was a little, I was a naughty boy uh, a little while ago. Ooh, tell I went and went against the grain, and I know B-Lover's going to love this. I went to a theater and IMAXed Chris Nolan's Tenet. Ooh, how was it? Very good. Okay. Um and that, I don't think I don't think it lives up to the hype because the shit was been fucking uh uh previewed for like two years before the bitch came out but that's a, a credit to covid yeah. and and that um but chris nolan's tenant which is also an indie comic by the way tenant and uh the movie was very busy so if you're tired high drunk whatever don't go watch it you need to be Focused and ready to listen to dialogue 
because it is a thinker. And just like every every Chris Nolan movie, there's a there's some sort of twist, not like M, M. Night Shyamalan twist, but there's always some sort of Chris Nolan-ish dark side, Chris Nolan-ish twist that you have to think what happened way back in the first act to bring everything back to the fucking final act. And it was fucking good. I actually enjoyed it a lot. Good. Which, so which, if you, I won't spoil anything because it's still out in theaters and I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but it's, but it's fucking really good. And I recommend that pretty much everybody I know would enjoy it. Uh, so does it go along the lines of inception as far as heady and then, you know, production value? Like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it doesn't get, I don't think it really, um, the, the special effects are definitely there, but not, this doesn't really spoil it, but it's a lot of like revert. It's basically just shit. High definition reverse. So everything's going like some things are going backwards. That's two. So two things I was going to ask you about one, I know that they did a lot of those special effects were, were physical, like the, the actors learned to speak backwards and there was a lot of time taken to do some of their actions backwards as opposed to winding the tape back. Was that yeah. apparent in watching it? Did it give it a different feel? In the dialogue scenes, yes. In the dialogue scenes, yes. The action scenes, um, it would have, a lot of things would have been super hard to do backwards. Okay. So um, uh, that that wasn't apparent. You could tell like when shit was happening, it was like, Oh yeah, this is fucking backwards. I got you. But uh, it was it was fucking good because it wasn't like rewinding a videotape right. how s- slow or fast. It was normal speed but backwards yeah. for uh, some of the, some of the things and it was it was fucking pretty dope, man. It was pretty dope. The other question was going to be about the performance of the lead actor, which I don't know if you're aware of, that's actually Denzel Washington's son. Yeah, I I, I knew that from, uh, well, I didn't know that until after I completed uh, watching Ballers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I didn't know that until after watching the HBO series Ballers with Dwayne Johnson, where he plays he plays uh, Ricky Jarrett in that series. And real good, real good in that series as well. So um, if I would say there was a downfall in Tenet, would be the two actors that played the two main characters. Really? They just yeah. did not sell uh, it? Um, uh, what's his face? Twilight, Twilight dude. David yeah. Pattinson, the new Batman. Yeah. Pick somebody else, man. Really, for real. You could have picked anybody and it would have been better. And then um, uh, Denzel Washington's kid. What's his name? James Washington? James Washington. Something Washington. Washington. Something Washington. I mean, I would have probably kept him, but I would have probably made him a better act. Just yeah, I, I liked him in the role. Like he fit the role, but there was a lot of acting points where he just has the same face. It's like, oh, okay. He just kind of played it flat. Yeah. He has like no emotion. There's like no emotion. It's like Batman. If Batman didn't wear a mask, there's no emotion. It's just, it's like it's like Cherie. It's like Cherie when she's under you during sex. Yeah, like it, there's no emotion. There's n- she's like checked out, 
and she's just there because it's going through the motions. Okay, okay. I, now I now I understand what you're saying. Now it makes sense. <laughs> I was I was confused, but now it makes way more sense. <laughs> but no, I mean even with. The- So, um, there you are, Tommy. Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm having. Oh, I, I started having some technical issues. Oh, did you? Did you go get sick because you're sick? No, my my headphones died. Oh. So what I was saying is um, me and Alyssa actually went and watched a different, another movie in the theaters before Tenet. We went and watched The New Mutants. Ooh, I've been wanting to see that one. How was it? It was absolutely fucking horrible. Oh, no. Don't say that. No, nah, I'm sorry, dude. It was almost unwatchable. Oh. Why? I, I, hate to say, I hate to say that, though. Um, so if you follow... If you follow Marvel and you follow uh, Sony or Fox Pictures or whatever, and you follow their upcoming movies, you know that New Mutants was hitting some turbulence while they were making it. And then when they finished, they realized, this is horrible. We need to go back and remake some shit. So even pre-COVID, they said... Yeah, we got to delay this fucking. We got to delay the resu- the release on this and re re reshoot some of this shit. And then COVID hit, so that delayed their fucking that delayed their release. And then they said, finally said, you know what? It's been years since we were supposed to come out. So let's let's just fucking put it and fucking cut our losses. Um. And yeah, dude. What I what I've heard is like it was supposed to be kind of a, a, a like tap into a scarier side, right? It was supposed to be like a horror film for the Marvel Universe. All right, we are back, Tom. People may not realize this, but we just had some technical <laughs> issues that we had to work through. Yeah. I think I think you were right. I think it was either seventeen or eighteen. I know that they were previewing the New Mutants for a long time. I think it was a. Uh, uh, came out originally when um, uh, Infinity War came out. They were they were still uh, previewing it during then. It may have come out earlier, but I know Infinity War it was a preview during that, which you and I and others watched in the theater in Hawaii. Yeah, it's been but, it, uh, it's been years now. I think there was a couple of things that happened right there around that same time. One, Disney bought Fox. While they after they had already started production, and yep. some of that led to because mutants wasn't it rated R. It was, and Disney was like, uh, I don't know that we're okay going this direction here, um, and so I know that that mm-hmm. had some to do with it. And then there was also some. Uh, it was shit when they first came out with it. It was just absolutely shit, and they had to go back and rewrite it. So it sucks that they did all that, and it still is garbage. So I'm um, not not spoiling anything, but I'm just gonna say that they uh, Disney got was 
let progression happen. So they're pretty progressive with the, some of the character storylines in this movie. Um, but uh, it's it's a shit. It's just movie, shit. Man. Okay. It's just shit for Don't... real. I mean, yeah. I mean, there may be for continuities per for continuity purposes, I would watch it because I don't know what's going to come out that's linked to this because they could definitely pick up on some of the characters and their stories and stuff. But uh, for continuity's purpose, for continuity purposes and continuity purposes only is why I would watch that. Is this more a Fox or a Marvel movie? Uh, if being X-Men, I would say a, a Fox movie. So does there is there a post post credit scene at the end of this one there is not okay okay interesting interesting so we will wait for that to be on rental yeah okay or bootleg or bootleg the fuck out of it because the money your money is not is not worth the price of admission all right all right tommy hey we got any other any other notes to hit on before we get out of here i'm not that i'm starting to go downhill but the the microphone you, you see it already went to shit on me there <laughs> no man um we are i already gave props out to the league for being competitive and and i i, I expressed how angry i am with b lover and his bubble boy antics and how they only apply to everybody except for you i guess I, and but, i feel uh, bad <laughs> and i want to go back because i don't want brent to feel like i threw him under the bus or tried to sell him out on this it just it came up in conversation and then you ran from there so there was no intent to, to, to do that, but the anger is, is totally fine. I'm good with it. I just wanted you to, I just wanted Brent to know that I wasn't throwing him under the bus. It was just natural conversation. Yeah. I, I ain't going to lose any sleep over it, but just know, Brent, fuck you. And <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ, Dad. Yes. Did you pause that? Or yeah. Or yeah. yourself on that? Yeah. Oh, okay. You, you should probably go fucking go to bed some chicken soup i think some i might dicks on your chest or something <laughs> some dicks on my chest i, I might that that might <laughs> that microphone makes you sound really sick i think it does um well this is what happened <laughs> this is actually I, I have the joey filter on oh yeah i, re- oh, I that, decided that explains it, that explains it. To record all right so this this sunday oh shit so this mor- the Sunday, uh, the morning games, I will not be available for teams. Uh, Sheree and I are meeting up with some friends that are Titans fan, or excuse me, Steelers fans, and Sheree is a Titans fan. So we're going to the Ram in Lacey. Oh, and I love it. We're watch- yeah, we're watching that game and then coming home, and I will be on in the afternoon on the FIB teams page to talk shit with you fuck So I just got to tell you, you're not a man unless you eat the Husky Burger. Oh, shit. That thing's a beast, man. I love it. It's a beast. And um, for those that do partake and enjoy beer, uh, the Butt Face Amber is my favorite at the Rem. you got to get the Butt Face Amber. It is really good. Dude, I was always a huge fan of the beer's they have. They always had great beers there. Fun to drink, especially all of them. Um, <laughs> well, they do have IPAs 
there that I am uh, on record for fucking absolutely hating. So I will steer clear from the IPAs. Uh, well, sometimes it does taste like Indian piss. Yeah, well, Indian piss and grass clippings. Yeah. I, I meant indigenous people, Tom. I apologize. Well, we're all indigenous people. There you go. Uh, we're all in to somewhere. I know we were... I wanted to, like, preview some of our games this week, but I just don't fucking care. And then, I guess that's pretty much... Uh, okay, so UFC, we betting dollars on uh, on Saturday? At 11 in the morning? Main card? Main card is at 11 in the morning. Yep. Are we throwing so dollars main seven. card? I I will. All I'm, right. I'm, I'm, it's going to be on at my place, so I'll be up. All right. You hear that, B-Lover? We'll be throwing bucks. On Saturday morning. He didn't seem too excited when we were talking about it this weekend. No, he's just not excited about the fact that it's in the morning. But he's, I, you think that bitch is going to be somewhere outside? He's going to be sitting on his couch. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's, there's no other option. What game, what game is he into right now? Um, hold on. Give me a second. I know this. He just beat... <sighs> Uh, it's not Red Dead. No, he he, he oh, played. Oh, he's the Final Fantasy, right? No, Final he, Fantasy come out. He beat Final Fantasy, and the newest one. Yeah, he did Final Fantasy 15. Fuck, that dude ain't doing shit. He is playing now. He's playing Batman: Arkham City as he's waiting for Cyberpunk 2077 to come out. I haven't beat Arkham City, and I've had that bitch for like seven years. When I talked to him on Friday or on Sunday, he was 40 percent through. Yeah, I'm. I'm like. I think I'm at almost eighty percent through it, and I just haven't picked it back up because I think the division came out, and I got on the division stick for a while. Uh, are you on a Are you on a game dick these days? Uh, I'm on Madden. Okay. Uh, Madden Madden 2020, and um, Borderlands 3 when I can. All right, I got you. Uh, I've been. Uh, I'm, I get all my quality time with baby Ty Ty on Call of Duty. Uh, we still get up in that modern warfare. So that's uh, that's yeah. where the most of mine is. I'm I'm gonna save all my long term games for my next adventure. Are Are you gonna invest in a, any of the new consoles? Um, not right away. Yeah, me neither. I think I'm gonna wait till like Halo's been out for a couple months and then probably do it. Do we want to Do we want to talk about some uh, somebody's bad luck? Okay, be lovers. Oh shit! What do you do? I will. I will end the show with this uh, beautiful story, and it's one of those stories where well, I'll just tell you. But it ends and it ends shitty for Brent, so it, it makes me so happy. <laughs> <clears throat> so you know, Brent came from from. It's not that he was poor; it's just meager backgrounds, and like you know, you grew up and you always wanted the newest, latest, greatest, biggest, baddest thing, right? Nintendos and I Segas and stuff as they come out, but it just wasn't ever um, something that he got to experience and so right i mean you know being a gypsy growing up the way that you did obviously so he decided that he was going to be a day one xbox one uh xbox series x owner so he set the alarms he got up and he went on to the xbox page he went on to amazon and walmart and he had all their pages up and he was right there, and he managed to get it into his cart in multiple of those, but was never able to complete the transaction. And then by the time he was, they were no longer available, and so he missed out on the pre-orders. 
Oh, fuck. Yeah, I completely forgot about the pre-order. Or I knew about the pre-order, but I forgot which day it was. And uh, Powder, I think, brought it to my attention. The last time he recorded with me, he's like, you getting a new console? I'm like, fuck yeah, I am. He's like, did you get one today? I'm like, today? He's like, like yeah, today. No, you're not. Pre-order. He's like, today was the pre-order. I'm like, oh, fuck. Well, I guess not. <laughs> but your your best bet, though, just like anybody who lives around a military installation, is on launch day, go to your NEX because or your PX, BX, whatever it is. They don't do pre-orders, and they tend to get them on the exact day they come out. So just a little uh, tip for anybody that was maybe needing it. Yep. Just got to show up at like 2 in the morning the day before and sit in line, and you'll be good. And uh, give Tommy a little tuggy. I had to do that with uh, the latest Jordan 5 release. Uh, Tyler and I sat in line uh, for the, the Jordan's 5 release. Shoes? That- it was a few months ago. Yeah, the Air Jordan fives. Um, they came out with the uh, the fire red, the fire red ones, the throwbacks to the World War II warthogs. Um, they're the all white, they're all white with the, the the fire red in it and black and shit. They're pretty awesome. Did you get a pair? I did. And so did Tyler. Do you the wear them? That I have wore them one time. Do you wear them with jeans and your hat backwards? I did not. I wore them one time, and it was for Cherie's birthday. We went out, uh, met some friends out uh, for her birthday dinner, and then went to a bar for a little bit. And that was the last time and the first time I wore them. I think you should break them out again, Tom, and put on some dope outfit for uh, this Saturday morning UFC. I need to see them fire bitches. I'll, I'll bring them out and show them to you, but I'm not going to wear them in my garage. All right. All right, Tommy. <laughs> You've disappointed me one too many times. It's we- not Saturday yet. We'll see. We'll see. All right, man. Anything for the good of the group before we get out of here? Yes. Uh, um, keep it competitive. Watch those. Uh, watch your uh, IR slots. Move them into your active rosters. Um before I have to get a hold of you. And I'm doing that as a favor to you before NFL.com just drops that person for you automatically. They don't drop them for you automatically. It makes it so you can't make any roster moves until you take care of it. Oh. Well, yeah, so fucking fix that shit. So there's no need for you to be the roster police. NFL.com takes care of that already. My job as the commissioner can the right way they are done the right way they need to make sure that somebody other than big brother is watching that's true all right tommy i love you dude love you too homie on behalf of your boy tommy t i'm eddie rock and i'm tommy t no you were supposed to say we're out and we out that was horrible Dodgers are killing the Rays. Are they? Bottom, bottom of the eighth, eight to three. You're now listening to the Eddie Show. It's not all fucking monkeys dancing with toothbrushes, Ed. I'm not looking that goddamn peanut butter. So gun, guns akimbo, huh? That's pretty good. 
Just stick your AirPods in your fucking I think I heard about it a while back, but I, I, did, I, don't, I don't know why I didn't Goats have never done that, Tom. I don't give a shit. I'm high on gas station boner pills right now. In all my life, I have never used broken pickles as cryptocurrency. Kim Kardashian's ass? So fine. God, I hate your face. The Ed and Tom Show.